down the great river chapter five true source of the mississippi by willard w glazier coffee break collection twenty five water this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by anita slima martinez true source of the mississippi the exhausting portages of july twenty first between the east and west forks of the mississippi prepared us for a sleep which even the minnesota mosquitoes could not disturb and which was not broken until long after the sun was glinting upon us through the trees on the morning of the twenty second although i had cautioned the guides to awaken me at dawn i found them snoring lustily at six o'clock as soon as all were astir chenawagasic and the lagards prepared breakfast george struck tents and rolled the blankets while payne busied himself with an article for the st paul pioneer press descriptive of our voyage to lake itasca but little ceremony was observed at breakfast which was served with a due regard to our scant rations and consisted of a small slice of bacon and a flapjack each of very meagre dimensions notwithstanding the fact that we were now confronted with empty haversacks and nearly depleted cartridge-boxes my companions were still eager to follow my lead in the work of exploration beyond itasca which from the beginning had been the controlling incentive of our expedition the grand objective towards which we bent all our energies to stand at the source to look upon the remotest rills and springs which contribute to the birth of the great river of north america to write Fini in the volume opened by the renowned de soto more than three hundred years ago and in which marquette la salle hennepin la Hontan, carver pike beltrami schoolcraft and nicolette have successively inscribed their names were quite enough to revive the drooping spirits of the most depressed during our encampment on the island chenawagasick again reminded me that he had planted corn there many years before and that his wigwam once stood near the spot where we had pitched our tents he also repeated what he had told me before launching the canoes at leech lake that the region about lake itasca was his hunting-ground and that he was thoroughly acquainted with all the rivers lakes and ponds within a hundred miles he further said that paul Bellew was in error concerning the source of the great river and led me to conclude that the primal reservoir was above and beyond itasca and that this lake was simply an expansion of the mississippi as are bemidji cass winnebagoshish pepin and several others fully convinced that the statements of chenawagasick were entirely trustworthy and knowing from past experience that he was perfectly reliable as a guide we put our canoes into the water at eight o'clock and at once began coasting itasca for its feeders we found the outlets of six small streams two having well-defined mouths and four filtering into the lake through bogs the upper end of the southwestern arm is heavily margined with reeds and rushes and it was not without considerable difficulty that we forced our way through this barrier into the larger of the two open streams which flow into this end of the lake although perfectly familiar with the topography of the country and entirely confident that he could lead us to the beautiful lake which he had so often described 
chenawagasic was for several moments greatly disturbed by the network of rushes in which we found ourselves temporarily entangled leaping from his canoe he pushed the rushes right and left with his paddle and soon to our great delight threw up his hands and gave a characteristic chippewa yell thereby signifying that he had found the object of his search returning he seized the bow of my canoe and pulled it after him through the rushes out into the clear glistening waters of the infant mississippi which at the point of entering itasca is seven feet wide and from twelve to fifteen inches deep lusty work with our paddles for half an hour brought us to a blockade of fallen timber determined to float in my canoe upon the surface of the lake towards which we were paddling i directed the guides to remove the obstructions and continued to urge the canoes rapidly forward although opposed by a strong and constantly increasing current sometimes we found it necessary to lift the canoes over logs and occasionally to remove diminutive sandbars from the bed of the stream with our paddles as we neared the head of this primal section of the mighty river we could readily touch both shores with our hands at the same time while the average depth of water in the channel did not exceed ten inches every paddle stroke seemed to increase the ardor with which we were carried forward the desire to see the actual source of a river so celebrated as the mississippi whose mouth had been reached nearly two centuries before was doubtless the impelling motive in their eagerness to obtain the first view of the beautiful lake toward which we were paddling and greatly annoyed by the slow progress made in the canoes my brother and Payne stepped ashore and proposed a race to the crest of the hill which chenawagasic told them overhung the lake to this proposition of my companions i made objection and insisted that all should see the goal of our expedition from the canoes what had long been sought at last appeared suddenly on pulling and pushing our way through a network of rushes similar to the one encountered on leaving itasca the cheering sight of a transparent body of water burst upon our view it was a beautiful lake the source of the father of waters a few moments later and our little flotilla of three canoes was put in motion headed for a small promontory which we discovered at the opposite end of the lake we paddled slowly across one of the most pure and tranquil bodies of water of which it is possible to conceive not a breath of air was stirring we halted frequently to scan its shores and to run our eyes along the verdure-covered hills which enclose its basin these elevations are at a distance of from three to four miles and are covered chiefly with white pines intermingled with the cedar spruce and tamarack the beach is fringed with the mixed foliage of the evergreen species at one point we observed pond lilies and at another a small quantity of wild rice as we neared the headland a deer was seen standing on the shore and an eagle swept over our heads with food for its young which we soon discovered were lodged in the top of a tall pine the waterfowl noticed upon the lake were apparently little disturbed by our presence and seldom left the surface of the water this lake is about a mile and a half in greatest diameter and would be nearly an oval in form but for a single promontory which extends its shores into the lake so as to give it in outline the appearance of a heart its feeders are three small creeks 
two of which enter on the right and left of the headland and have their origin in springs at the foot of sandhills from five to six miles distant the third is but little more than a mile in length has no clearly defined course and is the outlet of a small lake situated in a marsh to the southwestward these three creeks were named in the order of their discovery eagle excelsior and deer the small lake which is the source of eagle creek i called alice after my daughter having satisfied myself as to its remotest feeders i called my companions into line at the foot of the promontory which overlooks the lake and talked for a few moments of the mississippi and its explorers telling them that i was confident that we were looking upon the true source of the great river and that we had completed a work begun by de soto in fifteen forty one and had corrected a geographical error of half a century's standing concluding my remarks i requested a volley from their firearms for each member of the party in commemoration of our discovery when the firing ceased payne gave me a surprise by stepping to the front and proposing that the newly discovered lake be named glazier in honor of the leader of the expedition the proposition was seconded by moses lagarde the interpreter and carried by acclamation notwithstanding my protest that it should retain its indian name pokegama much to the surprise of every one as we were about closing our ceremonies chinawagasic assumed an oratorical attitude and addressed me as follows in a few words of true indian eloquence my brother i have come with you through many lakes and rivers to the head of the father of waters the shores of this lake are my hunting ground here i have had my wigwam and planted corn for many years when i again roam through these forests and look on this lake source of the great river i will look on you the latitude of this lake is not far from forty-seven degrees its height above the sea is an object of geographical interest which in the absence of actual survey it may subserve the purposes of useful inquiry to estimate from notes taken during the ascent it cannot be less than three feet above lake itasca adding the estimate of one thousand five hundred and seventy five feet submitted by schoolcraft in eighteen thirty two as the elevation of that lake the mississippi may be said to originate in an altitude of one thousand five hundred and seventy eight feet above the atlantic ocean taking former estimates as the basis and computing them through the western fork its length may be placed at three thousand one hundred and eighty four miles assuming that the barometrical height of its source is one thousand five hundred and seventy eight feet it has a mean descent of over six inches per mile at lake bemidji the mississippi reaches its highest northing which is in the neighborhood of forty seven degrees the origin of the river is an untraveled and secluded region between leech lake and the red river of the north not less than a degree of latitude south of turtle lake which was for a long time supposed to be the source removes both forks of the stream outside the usual track of the fur traders and presents a good reason perhaps why its fountain-head has remained so long enveloped in uncertainty end of true source of the mississippi